Hello, everybody. This is Betsy Wurzel, host of Chatting with Betsy on Passionate World Talk Radio, where we educate, enlighten, and entertain. I want to thank Jeannie White for producing the show, writing the blog, and for Lillian Caldwell, CEO of Passionate World Talk Radio. I have with me today a special guest, my dear friend and first mentor in dementia land. I want to welcome Marsha Burr. Hi, Marsha. Hi, Betsy. Good to talk to you tonight. Happy Christmas Eve, everybody. Yes, happy Christmas Eve uh, to all. Although when you hear this, I'll be January, so I'll throw in Happy New Year, too. <laughs> might as well, might as well. Yes, indeed. So, Marsha, what are you going to talk about tonight? Well, I thought I'd give you all um, an update on what the life raft <laughs> has been up to since we have not been hitting events like we were due to COVID. And I will relay a personal care partner story that I just went through myself today concerning COVID. So with that, I'll say that the life raft, a few of us all got together and we signed cards to give to people in the the nursing home facility right around the corner from my house here in Williston. And uh, I'm going to leave them in a box wrapped up. We did not lick envelopes so that they can, you know, they'll know that, no, these envelopes were not licked. <laughs> so we're not <laughs> spreading COVID. And um, I'll I'll spray the whole box with Lysol, and I'll drop them off at the doorstep tomorrow morning with masks and a glove on. And I mean, well, mask and gloves on. It might look funny the other way around. Anyway, um, <laughs> so that was really nice that we were able to do that, and I in. The cards aren't addressed to anyone. They're generic. And we got all different kinds, and we signed them in different color ink and kind of different writing. And I stamped them all with a stamp that I got from a good friend of mine, another care partner named Robin. And the stamp says, refuse to think, which is kind of a life raft motto. I like and that. And anyway, today, actually, this story starts and is related to what I just said about signing cards. Because I woke up yesterday presenting with symptoms of COVID. And I'll tell you the truth, Betsy. I, I'm a retired healthcare person. I worked in an ER. I know about emergencies and what they are and what they aren't. And if if it weren't for COVID, I would have gone to work today. Honest to God. That's that's just the truth of it. Because I really don't feel bad, but I noticed yesterday that I was having a bit of a sniffly nose and a little bit of a cough and irritated throat. And so since 
Well, since I'm on the board of directors for Elder Options, and since I do some care partnering with someone who has Parkinson's, I decided I better, you know, I better find out what this is. And so immediately, of course, upon having symptoms yesterday, I contacted everyone that I had been in contact with, which is very few people because, honestly, in my average week, I see four people. This past week, I saw a few more people than that. And that's really not totally surprising given that it's the holidays and that there are care, health care people that come in and out of this person's house that I help do caregiving with. Anyway, I went and found a place near me in Gainesville that does the rapid test because I woke up today. Yesterday there was nothing I could do, and I actually decided at 4 p.m. that I would take a nap. And you know what? I didn't wake up until 4 a.m. Yesterday at wow. 4 p.m. I had a fever of 99 degrees, which is like could be normal, <laughs> honestly. Mm -hmm. you know? So today I woke up and I still had symptoms, but I don't feel horrid. I probably don't even sound that bad. Um, and I took my temperature again, and today I was subnormal, but that's probably pretty normal for me, too, you know, <laughs> being subnormal, whatever that is. <laughs> anyway, I call, I had to go online um, through CVS Pharmacy, actually. They had a minute clinic in Gainesville, and I had to fill out this questionnaire online. It was very easy, and I set up an online My Account you know, my, my health clinic account thing. And I drove to Gainesville and got tested. And the cool thing is my appointment was for 1230, but they actually called me not long after I called them because I waited until 8 a.m. this morning to call them when they were finally open. Or, or that's when I started filling out the thing online and, you know, nobody would be open until 8 a.m. anyway. So they called me back about 9 a.m. and said, come on in now. So I did. And now I have to approach this as being a care partner to someone who presents not only with Parkinson's but also has shown symptoms of cognitive issues with memory and confusion and vivid waking dreams and, you know, other weird neurological things going on that can look like dementia. And for all I know, maybe they are. Um, he, he hasn't been tested for that. But it doesn't matter. What matters is, was he exposed to COVID or not? Because one of the scenarios where I might have been exposed was on Tuesday when a new healthcare person came over to his house. But that person came in with a mask on and gloves. And I was, even though I didn't have a mask on in, 
in this gentleman's house because he's one of the four people I see a week and I take him to the grocery store and we're safe. Uh, and I stayed 12 feet, more than 12 feet away from this care, caregiver anyway, this healthcare person. And I only saw him maybe 10 minutes. So it's possible I got exposed then, but it's highly unlikely. So I have to go back to the day that a bunch of us signed cards to drop off at the nursing home. And it's a possibility that I got exposed doing that. But at the end of the day, none of where and how and even when matters. What matters is the protocol that I learned takes place in the home health care industry for the person I help give care for. And I'm actually very pleased to hear what the protocol is. As soon as they heard that there was a possible exposure, they <clears throat> the downside is that they quit doing home health care for this guy. But we worked all that out, uh, fortunately. Fortunately, we were able to do that for him. Um, but in the meantime, even though I got tested today and got negative test results back, which, yay, I'm very glad about that, um, I have to go and do it again on Monday because th this, these other healthcare people won't even count my test from today. Um, they, they think it's too soon for me to show any symptoms, although, of course, I'm showing some symptoms. I wouldn't have gone through this whole thing, right? right. So there we have it. The, uh, the good news out of this is that we did figure out a way to get some coverage for this gentleman to make sure that he's getting his meds and he eats, even though no one will really be seeing him without being appropriately dressed out with personal personal protection. In other words, with a mask and gloves and things. Um, the other great news, of course, is that I had one negative and I tend to believe that it was accurate. But to be on the safe side of this, I'm going to be a responsible adult American citizen and not see anybody until I know exactly for sure and I've been given another negative test result on Monday and then I still can't even go see this gentleman for 10 days of isolation. So that's what I'm looking at. I'm, I'm you know, I've been hashtagging laying, laying low in Williston and still laying low in Williston. Well, today the hashtag is laying even lower in Williston. I'm just not going to expose anyone. Listen, right. this thing is not rocket science, although we don't have all the answers yet. We know things that work to help prevent it. We know that sometimes prevention, even when used, doesn't stop exposure. That's the reality of it. 
And anyone with a sense of self-worth and responsibility towards their fellow human beings will just play it safe this holiday. I know it really stinks. I Listen, I feel it too. I know you do, Betsy. You know, yep. you're coming yep. up on a year since Matt. Right. And even though it's been, it, this will be my fifth Christmas without Gaydonna, I still feel it. Don't you know? I mean, I sat right. here and cried about three times between yesterday and today. Maybe more, I'm not counting, because, you know, it happens. It's real. It's part of who we are, and that's okay. That's right. But I also know that at the end of the day, it's really up to me. And so, I, you know, my, sim- my choices are simple in life anymore. It's I choose love, which means choosing to be responsible, taking care of myself so that those ripples can go out. And trust me, this thing has ripples. I experienced, I experienced incoming ripples from something, and there are outgoing ripples from me that affect other people. That's how this virus spreads. And so my big message to everybody is please use some common sense. When in doubt, just don't. Stay home. Get tested. Think about other people. Don't blow it off. I'm not a hypochondriac. Listen, I spent about a decade in an ER. I know the difference between terminal hang nail and an emergency. I also know some prudent, critical thinking. That's what people need to do right now. And I just wish everybody a very safe, and Happy New Year, regardless of what 2020 has so far presented with all of us. And that's really what I want to talk about tonight. Well, thank you, Marcia. I appreciate you coming on here and talking about what you did. It's really nice of you giving out the cards. I remember you talking about that in one of the groups uh, that we're both in. Yeah, uh, putting our names down. I remember you mentioned. Yeah, that. I'm not. I'm not texting them though, just yet. You know, they're signed and everything, and I might not even drop them off tomorrow, even though I got a negative test. Because I, I'm gonna go get another test. So, anyway, even if it's not COVID, I really don't want to be spreading a cold to anyone or whatever this is. You know, right? It's just, right. We just the kind and correct thing to do. Exactly. So. We need to think of others, and yes. I I liked Marcia that you know you're not ashamed to say that you still you know cry around holiday time for Gay Donna that you. You know, try to embrace your feelings, but at the, you know, end of the day, it's up to us, it's up to you, it's up to me to choose whether we're going to be, you know, happy or sad. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with embracing sadness 
I have to admit, this first Christmas that I'm at is harder than I thought it would be. And it's not that I'm sad all day long and that I can't function. I can function. It's just that my heart hurts. Yeah, and it hits you in these unexpected waves. Honestly, it does. It's like out of nowhere. It's out of nowhere. I was sitting here today, and the next thing I know, I'm almost sobbing. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's like, what is this? Where did this come from? Jeez. (laughs) So it's normal, whatever that is. You know, sometimes we just have to be who we are. What we are. And, yes, and right. that means not doing. It just means being in whatever it is we're being. You know, and it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It doesn't mean That's I have to true. sit there and drown in it. You know, but if I feel it, acknowledge it. Don't don't run away from it. Don't negate it. Don't mitigate it, but don't make it a hyperbole either. I mean, just say, yes, okay, I acknowledge that. And really to my way of thinking, acknowledging your grief, we can call it a form of mourning. And mourning, I think, brings meaning to our grief. And it's a form of honor, in a way, of respect. Not always, but sometimes, you know, often. Yes. I just, um, yeah, you're right. It hit you out of nowhere. I was, uh, I was in a store, uh, Boscov, and that's where Matt first dropped the f bomb. <laughs> I remember. I laughed and I cried. You know, I remember Josh being hysterical, laughing, telling me Daddy dropped the f bomb, and I said, Matt, you said the f word. He goes, Yeah, it's a cluster blank in here, and we were just hysterical. And, you know, you laugh and you cry at the memories, and, you know, it's it's okay. And it's okay. Yeah, like, I just feel sometimes the cocoon. Yeah, sometimes like, we're even doing it at the same time, laughing and crying. Yeah. And people exactly. look at you like, well, I don't usually do that in public. I don't know. You know, I laugh a lot, but I don't cry a lot in public. Um, but sometimes we're doing both at the same time. And people might go, what? You know, if, if they were to see you, they'd go, like, well, what's up with you? You're, you're sobbing and now you're laughing. Are you nuts? Yeah. To which I reply, it's a fine madness. Yeah. At least I don't have COVID. <laughs> you know? That's right. That's, I'm lying real low. I'm not going anywhere or seeing anyone this Christmas. You know, that's my present to the world is absence. <laughs> but see, uh, isn't it funny? Because here I am talking to you, and I just went through this whole COVID thing today. But we're still communicating, and and there's still a connection, even though we can't like maybe see each other face to face. And I think that's a big lesson that being a dementia dementia care partner taught me about. Honestly, it did. Yeah. Like the um, isolation, definitely. we kind of make it up. Hell, man, I have a committee in my head. How about you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We caregivers, yes, we could do isolation standing in our heads. Um, you know, we have a special sisterhood that will always forever bind us. And uh, that's how I feel. 
Marsha, how can people get in touch with you and the life raft? Um, go if you're on Facebook, go to the page. It's called The Voyages of the USS Life Raft. Or you can look me up my personal page online, Marsha Burr, and that's M A R C I A. Burr, U R R. Either way, my wall is public. Uh, the group or the page is a public page, and I things are posted in there periodically. And I'm always making videos. As a matter of fact, when I hang up from you, I'm in the middle of making another one right now. And oh, great. Yeah. So people can check out my YouTube channel. They can type in, again, my name, Marsha Burr. They can also look up Marsha's Dementiaville Highway. Uh, to date, I've made, oh gosh, I don't know, I've lost count, over 200 videos about dementia, about Dementiaville, living wow. through it, living in it. And they're all different songs, all different styles, because let's face it, all different kinds of people get dementia, different ages, different upbringings, and music speaks to all of that somehow. It, music is the only thing that lights up your entire brain. And that's why I love making videos and telling stories that way because sometimes the message is heard much more clearly than if I were to just sit and, I don't know, give you a lecture or do a PowerPoint presentation, you know, which I can do too, yeah. but I don't know. I just, mm -hmm. my, I, I just really enjoy making videos. Well, I suggest for everyone to check out Marsha's page and her video channel. I love her videos. I love Marsha's videos. And they are always beautiful. I want to thank you, Marsha, for coming on. I want to thank everyone for listening. And if you missed any of this podcast, you could listen to it wherever you hear your favorite podcast. And uh, Chatting with Betsy is also on Amazon.com. I want to wish everybody a happy holiday season, peaceful one, be kind, wear your mask, and just show kindness. Until we chat again, this is Betsy Wurzel, host of Chatting with Betsy on Passionate World Talk Radio. Bye, everybody.